are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt over on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? It is going really, really well. we got camp coming right around the corner. I'm going to be moving into oh. St. Vincent's here pretty soon. Yes, finally, finally. Uh, we've we've struggled for weeks through that, <laughs> that dead period post-NFL draft, for many of us post-rookie drafts in our dynasty leagues. But we have almost made it through because training camp is just about here. In fact, we've, we've got a couple teams – uh, that actually have uh, that had their rookies report yesterday. So yeah, uh, right. in, in some ways, camp has started. Uh, I believe it's uh, a week from now. Uh, next Tuesday, I believe, is the day that most veterans report yes. and camps really get going. Uh, so uh, over the next, uh, let's say, ten days, everybody will be in camp. At least, hopefully, uh, hopefully, no holdouts this time, and we'll we'll start getting some real news, some real. Uh, practice updates some real injuries unfortunately yeah, oh, yeah. Eh, you, you had to you had to, I had to bring it down huh? <laughs> well we're going to uh, we are going to talk about training camp we are previewing training camp for many teams this week because we're looking at some training camp battles uh, as we often do on here we'll go position position by position we're talking quarterbacks today uh, we'll hit on the other three main fantasy football uh, related spots later in the week, Matt. Quarterback is 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 just messy. You know, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to really focus on five quarterback battles today. We'll do a little bonus at the end, mm-hmm. uh, but our main discussion today: five different quarterback battles. We're talking about ten different quarterbacks. Two of those are rookies, but of the other eight, none of the eight have have produced a QB one season. So there's a reason that as we're now just, uh, just a few days away from training camp, that these players find themselves in a competition for the starting job, because ultimately they haven't proven themselves in the NFL zero QB one fantasy seasons from any of these 10 guys. We're going to focus on today. I guess that's a little surprising, you know, but also, you know, there's there's a reason there's not a quarterback competition in Buffalo and Green Bay and Kansas exactly. City. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, one thing I want to throw out there, I want people to just have a, a firm grasp of, and it's something I've talked a lot about with the Steelers situation. Carolina comes to mind with this too, but these head coaches and offensive coaching staffs have a real challenge with just three preseason games and a lot less practice time than many of you might think in terms of how do we divvy up the reps? You know, like, Mm. and I will talk about each of these teams, you know, like, boy, we drafted a rookie high. We want to get that guy a lot of action, but there's other guys that deserve reps, and is he really going to be our starter? So just something to think about is these coaching staff really have to have a plan in place. And then the other thing along those lines is you don't want to throw – Kenny Pickett or Ritter or Corral or one of those guys in the second preseason game in the fourth quarter with me and you blocking for him. Like that doesn't help his career, you know? Yeah. 
Very true. Very true. Uh, being a, a show and, and really a week's worth of shows here where we are previewing training camp and those training camp battles, it's going to almost default to a little bit of a, a short term or a redraft mindset, but we still do want to have that, that dynasty point of view in place. So we'll talk both short term and try to mix in that dynasty spin as well. When we look at each of these teams, each of these quarterbacks that are battling for a starting job. So Matt, let's get it started. We'll start with the Atlanta Falcons. Of course, Atlanta trades their longtime starting quarterback, Matt Ryan, pretty early in the offseason. Just a couple days after that, they make the move and grab Marcus Mariota, former Tennessee Titans starter, uh, was the backup with the Raiders over the past couple years. He signs a two-year deal, uh, nearly $19 million. He's just played in 17 games over the past three years. So he's uh, he's been in that backup role now looking to uh, regain a starting job in this league. The Falcons also draft Desmond Ritter, uh, 74th overall pick. He was a third rounder for them. Um, and, and I think this is kind of your typical rookie quarterback versus bridge quarterback battle. It, it's, it's probably a matter of if not when we see Desmond Ritter. Uh, and, I mean, if you're thinking – Again, from that dynasty perspective, I would rather have Ritter 10 times out of 10 over Mariota. It's really not even that close for me. Yeah, it's funny because I asked you that question before we hit record, and I loved your answer in that you said, just give me door number two, which is Ritter here. I mean, I know what door number one is. It's not a total zonk. It's not a total whammy. But it certainly isn't a hundred grand for me or a new car on Price is Right, you know. <laughs> Just give me door number two. Absolutely, Marcus Mariota, four seasons as the Titans starter. Of course, he was the, uh, I believe, he was the number two overall pick uh, once upon yep. a time. In those four seasons, he was the quarterback twenty-two, quarterback fifteen, quarterback twenty, and quarterback twenty-five. So, quarterback fifteen was his. Uh, his best finish uh, from a seasonal perspective. We we kind of know the deal with that Atlanta Falcons team. Uh, they they lose Calvin Ridley for the year. Um, it's it's really Kyle Pitts and not much else there from an offensive weapon standpoint. I don't know if I want to take a chance really on on either of these guys from that short term or, or redraft uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. it's tough to see upside with with either of these guys for 2022 100% I I think this is the worst team in the league and if I were to bet on who's gonna get the first pick overall next year I would pick the Falcons not by far and away but I mean they would be my choice I mean this isn't exactly dynasty related but if I'm Ritter or really the Falcons I think the best you can hope for especially if you're Ritter is to have a Davis Mills-like rookie year where things yeah. are tough around you, but you played well enough for Atlanta to take Will Anderson instead of C.J. Stroud. You know what I mean? And live another day. And I think Ritter's capable of that. And I grew fonder and fonder of Ritter as I did a lot of quarterback homework. Of course, of course the Steelers were in the market. Um, I don't know that he could beat out Mariota for week one, though. Yeah, I don't I don't really see that either. We've seen some 
uh, some quotes leak out as uh, as training camp nears, and uh, most of them include Marcus Mariota being far ahead of uh-huh. Desmond Ritter in, in that week one competition. And again, I feel like, I think you probably would agree here, Matt, and I think most people would agree, this is if, not when. Uh, I'm sorry, right, when, right. not if. We see, uh, we see Desmond Ritter. This team is not expected to... Uh, contend so at one point they're going to be one and four one and five and and they're going to throw Ritter out and see what happens and you're right uh, it, it could be a, a Davis Mills situation is kind of best case and there there were actually a handful of teams and, and the Falcons are the only ones we're really going to focus on here today but there were a handful of teams that took quarterbacks in that third or fourth round range and they are going to have to make a decision because most of them are expected to to have a pretty early pick in the 2023 NFL draft as well. So we'll see how that plays out. I definitely prefer again, Ritter ADP says different. Uh, our, our latest Superflex dynasty ADP Marcus Mariota is quarterback 30 and Desmond Ritter is quarterback 36. That, that one surprises me. Yeah. That one surprised me too. I meant to mention this earlier that last off season, Shiokopedia for the athletic did a, did a study on, what should we expect from the a generic rookie quarterback? And his hmm. findings were, on average, a starting rookie quarterback is about the 23rd or 24th best quarterback in the league. And that includes first overall picks galore. And sure. the great season Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott had and Herbert and Burrow. So last year i'm not sure any of them were 23rd or better and most were well below so just as a rule of thumb it's just kind of a, a way of putting a number on it that's what you're going to expect from rookie quarterbacks and we're going to talk about a lot of them yeah i don't think the expectations are high for rookie quarterbacks this year in general but that no. is a good reminder After the break, we're going to come back and talk about the Carolina Panthers and a few other teams who have a training camp battle at the quarterback position. Hey, everyone. Let me tell you about Dave. And for those of you that follow my work, I mean, I I left ESPN well over 10 years ago. And since then, my income would say is inconsistent. You never know when some checks are coming from some companies I've worked for or when they're going to clear or some of them are they ever going to come at all or what the next gig is. So everyone throughout their life, or I'm sure a very high percentage of you have been in some kind of situation in your lives where you're, you're just a little tight on cash, or maybe you could only afford to put a few gallons in your tank. Don't even get me started on gas prices right now. Or, you know, you're wondering if you can afford a gift for your friend or whatever, or your kids or the bills or whatever. But that's where Dave's can, Dave can help. I mean, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected, unexpected expenses pop up. And who knows in today's world. Uh, now Dave can get you out of a pinch when you really need it. In hindsight's 2020, and you can't change the past, but what if you could get a little help from your future self? You know, maybe you could, you'd ask to borrow a little cash. And again, now you can with Dave, which is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money than to fill your tank or buy that gift or catch up on your bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit card, no credit check needed. 
millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need. So if you're if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a, a helpful hand from future you. So here's what you do: uh, download the Dave app, D A V E, at the App Store right now. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to five hundred dollars instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. And our, our promo code is LOCKEDNFL. So again, go check out the Dave app immediately. Thanks so much. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Matt, we are previewing NFL training camps this week. We today are focusing on the quarterback position and training camp battles. We talked about the Falcons in the first segment. Let's move over to the Carolina Panthers. Of course, this is our newest uh, training camp battle as uh, Carolina recently traded for Baker Mayfield and they have the incumbent there, Sam Darnold, if you can, uh, if you can call him that. Baker Mayfield was traded, uh, was acquired for a 2024 fifth round, conditional fifth round pick, just about as low as you can go. Uh, when you're talking about trade compensation and he's there facing off now against the, the player in his former, uh, former draft class, both of these guys class of 2018, you look at their four years of production so far and, and it's just not very good. Honestly, uh, Baker Mayfield quarterback, 17 quarterback, 20 quarterback, 16 and quarterback 25 over his four years. Sam Darnold, actually much worse than that. 26, 27, 32, and 28 in his four seasons. Carolina's trying to play this the right way, that mm-hmm. they envision saying a camp. Yeah. Right, saying the right things. They they envision a camp battle, and, uh, and you know, this is going to be a competition. I'm not really sure this is a competition. Again, we know what both of these guys are, and and Baker Mayfield has just flat out been better than Sam Darnold. And this is a strange situation in that this was the first and third pick in their respective drafts. Guess what? Four or five years ago. So, yeah, folks, that would be like if three years from now Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence are battling it out on the Buccaneers. You know, like <laughs> that's really what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, by any metric you can imagine, you know. Simple stats, football outsiders, pro football focus, any metric you can imagine. Sam Darnold's flat out like the worst quarterback in the league in every department since he's been in the NFL. I mean, it's amazing to me that he's that bad at everything. He hasn't been in great situations, and I guess he's really popular with Carolina, and they want to give him a chance. But really, Baker, if healthy, which he was not last year, is a starting NFL quarterback. Say what you want about him. Like the numbers you said, he's 17, he's 18, whatever. But that's a starting NFL quarterback. Darnold hasn't proven to be that at all. Um, the biggest obstacle for Mayfield, though, unlike a Trubisky or something like that, is he's just coming so late to the party. You know, none of the mini camps, none of the offseason stuff. He's getting thrown in basically right when camp starts. And also like Pittsburgh, 
they used a pretty decent pick on a rookie that they want to give as many reps as possible. So this is going to get sticky from a reps and usage standpoint, but I'm sure they want to get Baker ready for week one, and he's going to need every rep he gets. Yeah, and of course you're referring to Matt Corral there. Following the trade for Baker Mayfield, there there was a quote that uh, Corral is unlikely to see any snaps in his rookie season. Probably not a surprise. Maybe that changes if Darnold ends up off this roster. Uh, there have been some uh, trade rumors or even uh, mention of, of Darnold just being cut. Both of those would be understandable from the Panthers' perspective. I mean, to me, and not that Baker Mayfield has been great by any means, but he represents such an upgrade for this position. Absolutely. What do you What are you thinking about DJ Moore this season? Does he Does he get that big bump that uh, that seems inevitable from the Mayfield acquisition? I think so. I mean, yeah. I think this is a breakout year for Moore. He's my wide receiver ten in redraft this year, right there with like McLaurin and T Higgins and AJ Brown. Um, I know he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. I think I blame the quarterbacks more than I blame him. I often reference the year he played with Teddy Bridgewater and you'd watch coaches tape. He'd be open 40, 50 yards downfield and Teddy would check it down to McCaffrey. You know, like Baker will let it fly. We, We want Baker to win this job. Absolutely. And I think he will. Um, if you're in a super flex league and I know you're in a couple of them, Matt, Mm Mm-hmm. Is Sam Darnold getting close to to just being a cut, even in a super flex dynasty league? I mean, do we have any hope for him moving forward? See, I think his best course of action, and I'm not sure if it'll ever come to fruition or how it would work, is to take a Trubisky-Winston year, go sit behind Tom Brady or Mahomes or Josh Allen that you're no threat to whatsoever, hopefully take like a whole year off, take a sabbatical from being an NFL quarterback and learn in a good organization and then hope the Saints or Steelers take the chance on you like Winston or, you know, Trubisky. But I don't know if that'll happen or not. I mean, if he got cut, somebody would pick him up. You know, I mean, he's going to be in the league this year. Matt, let's talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers. This is another, um, another one of those classic cases, bridge versus rookie. Uh, but unlike the, the Falcons situation, the Steelers spent a little more draft capital on their rookie, drafting Kenny Pickett with the 20th overall pick. Of course, he played college ball at Pittsburgh as well. Uh, before that draft pick, they had signed Mitchell Trubisky, uh, formerly of the Bears, formerly of the Bills. As you mentioned, he was the backup to Josh Allen uh, for one year, learned, hopefully learned from him, and, and got a pretty nice payday, two years 26 million from Pittsburgh. I know those, they kind of fudge those numbers a little bit, fuzzy math there. And um, some of that money is tied to incentives and playing time. Trubisky is said to be the clear quarterback one heading into training camp. Again, when you're talking about a veteran versus uh, a rookie, that's, that's not a big surprise. Is this another situation where uh, you expect to see Pickett at some point, this rookie season no i'm not saying it won't happen but i think i'm a homer of course i just think the steelers are not in the same boat as atlanta right where they're gonna be you know one and seven you know i I think they'll be in the hunt not in the super bowl hunt but they'll be 500 ish for the season 
and Mitch would have to lose the job. And it is a lot like Carolina in that they really have three guys, including the rookies and the incumbent, Darnold, Rudolph, that are going to get snaps here. But they handpicked Trubisky. You know, Carolina looked at Baker, and Baker looked at Carolina and said, we're the, the last boy and girl to dance that doesn't have a partner. Let's, you know, let's dance this one out and see how it goes. And I was at every minicamp, and the pecking order right now, which makes perfect sense to me, and it doesn't mean they don't like Pickett or they're down on him, Trubisky's getting all the work as if he were Ben Roethlisberger to get ready, more so because Ben took time off, to be ready for week one. You know, they're looking at Trubisky as, we want to get you as ready as possible to beat the team in week one and be our starter. And if they played a game today... Pickett wouldn't even be active. I mean, Rudolph would be the two. They like him enough that he knows the system and he'll get me out of a game if Mitch gets hurt and just see what happens with Pickett. I mean, ideally, they win nine games and Pickett never sees the field once. Yeah, I think that is certainly possible. Uh, Pickett is, of course, really of any of these players we've talked about so far at Atlanta, Carolina, and now Pittsburgh. Pickett is the most valuable so far from a dynasty standpoint. He is the quarterback 23 in our ADP. Uh, Trubisky quarterback 32, certainly viewed as a as a short-term option, uh, even if he does start this entire year. Trubisky is another player who uh, just hasn't had much, much success on the field. Quarterback 28, no. 15, 26, and 27. As a starter, most of that, or actually all of that, with Chicago before he uh, moved over to Buffalo for the one year. I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise at all, and it's honestly not even saying that much if you tell me this will be Mitch Trubisky's best year as a pro. Do you do you see something like that happening, or is he just going to be kind of league average? Um, that both could be true, <laughs> you know. I think the yeah, Steelers true. would kill for league average after what they saw at the end of Ben's career. And I think Mitch would kill for league average considering how his career started. So, yes, I think this will be the best year of his career. I think he's matured and learned a lot taking that year off. Um, McDermott and Tomlin are college buddies. They're very, very close. I mean, he comes with massive endorsements from his old team. Uh, again, I'm not expecting him to be great, but that he's going to run too. I mean, I bet he has three or 400 yards rushing this year. Yeah. Not a bad, uh, not a bad guy to take a chance on in in redraft leagues or in in super flex dynasty leagues where you need that cheap uh, short-term option. Mitch Trubisky could be that I'm with you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Kenny Pickett at all this year. And I don't even know if that's a bad thing for the Steelers, honestly. Same question, though. Who's more valuable in Dynasty? I think Pickett's worth more, but I'm not as... I'm not quite as confident in in him, honestly. Or I guess I'm not quite as down on Trubisky. I, I think Pickett versus either. Trubisky... Yeah, I think Pickett versus Trubisky is actually closer than Ritter versus Mariota. Yes, I agree. From, from a Dynasty standpoint. I mean, I think Trubisky is a quarterback, too, this year. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we'll finish up with a couple more quarterback battles. Hey, everyone. As you guys know, I'm a big Built Bar fan. They don't last long around our house at all. But you might not know that I love brownies as well. But you know what I like even better is the brownie batter. 
sometimes I eat a ton of the batter even before we the, the the brownies are done. My wife, you know, yells at me and but hey, you can't help yourself. It's so good. So these two things have combined themselves and built has a new creation and this one's as good as ever, as good as any they've ever had, which is really saying something. The brownie batter puff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this puff takes protein bars to a whole new level, and they're available right now on Built.com. Um, if you built, if you tried any of the Built Puffs yet, I've told you about them before. I mean, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. They're they're really really good. Uh, they're chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. I mean, deliciously flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. I've told you before, my wife's kind of a chocolate snob, and she eats these things like crazy, and it's like. Man, it doesn't have that waxy chocolate that a lot of the protein bars have. They only have 140 calories, but still have 17 grams of protein and only 7 grams of sugar. The, the brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day. Uh, all Built Puffs are com- covered in 100% real chocolate, as I mentioned. That means that, that with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy it doing so. Um, they're made with a collagen protein with your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Uh, you'll, these brownie batter puffs, you'll just forget that you're eating a protein bar because they're tasty. Uh, no need to pinch yourself. This is real life. So go to builtbar.com. No, I'm sorry. Go to built.com to get brownie batter puffs now. Uh, here's what you do. Go to built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, all one word, LOCKED15, and that gets you 15% off your order. So use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Matt, let's go rapid fire here to wrap it up. We've got three more teams, three more quarterback battles to to talk about. The first one is honestly might be the worst quarterback battle I can ever remember in my time as a, (laughs) as a, as a football fan, as a dynasty football player, fantasy football player, Seattle, Drew Locke and Geno Smith. We're talking about nearly 10 years since Geno Smith was drafted. Uh, He finished as the quarterback 20 in his rookie season in 2013. That was the best uh, season of his career from a fantasy standpoint. Drew Locke essentially run out of Denver. He was, of course, acquired as part of the Russell Wilson trade. And all reports coming out of Seattle suggest that Geno Smith is the leader for this job, which just feels horrible for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I mean, contrary to popular belief, I don't think Geno's terrible. But he is a true number two. You know, I mean, he is a backup NFL quarterback all day long that if your quarterback gets hurt for two or three weeks, he's okay. I mean, he's Colt McCoy. I mean, he's one of those type of guys. And that's terrible. I mean, they're not going to be a high-volume passing offense either way. Locke at least might have some upside. I think Locke's more of a risk taker. I don't care if he's throwing picks as long as he throws some deep balls to DK that are in the stadium that he can maybe come down with, you know, but these are two bad players. I mean, for compared as starting quarterbacks. Yeah, we don't have to spend much time on these two guys. We don't really want either one of them. Geno Smith is quarterback 38 
in Superflex Dynasty ADP. Drew Locke right behind him at quarterback 39. I'd rather um, walk. It, I think I'd probably rather have Locke as well, but I don't no. want either one of them. I, nope. I, I wouldn't really bother with either one, honestly. Um, it, it's re- The story here is really about DK and, and Tyler Lockett, and uh, can they can they overcome uh, th- this poor quarterback play expected poor quarterback play and, and, and actually produce. And I mean, we have to expect both of them to take a step back uh, statistically. Um, yes. I'm, I'm still kind of hoping for a, for a trade of one or both of those guys to a, a better situation. We'll see how that goes. Or even if Jimmy could end up there, which I think he's going to end up in Cleveland. I know we're about to talk about him, but you know, at least there's one more starting quarterback out there that might not have a home. That is true. Let's, uh, I wanted to talk about the 49ers here and I don't know if this fits in the quarterback battle uh, conversation necessarily. Of course we have Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance uh, currently in San Francisco. Everything you see and hear suggests Garoppolo will be traded. Um, there were, there was even a report last week that he would be traded within the week. That didn't happen. We'll see if it happens this week. Maybe even by the time you're listening to this episode, you just said you expect him to be in Cleveland. So this is less of a quarterback battle discussion and more about what do you think about these two players? Because there, there's a pretty good chance they're both starting quarterbacks in the league this year. Uh, and uh, certainly an expectation that, that Trey Lance will be the starter for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. I mean, I a hundred percent believe that Lance will be the week one starter, whether he sinks or swims, who knows he hasn't played in a long time. I'm very high on him because I'm so high on Shanahan. Um, They adore Jimmy, but he's finally throwing again. So it's a little easier to trade him coming off his injury that he's showing, you know, signs of recuperation. And there's only two spots I think he could land is Cleveland or Seattle. They're not going to trade him to Seattle. Maybe if he got cut, they would scoop him up. And I think Cleveland, they have to know, they can't give anything up for Jimmy if Watson isn't suspended for the whole game. For the whole season, I mean. So, if he's going to come back in week 12 or week 6, you don't trade for Jimmy. You live with Brissett. But if he's gone for the whole year, they have more cap space this year than any team in the league. Then it's a disaster after that. But I think that's what you do. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's a good thought. And, and you talked about the the landing spots kind of dwindling down with the uh, with the Baker Mayfield situation. And they're they're really almost gone now, and and you you hit on them uh, being Seattle, and we don't think that trade would go through. San Francisco's not going to help out their their division rivals, and and then Cleveland, and I'm with you. I think it makes sense if Watson is done for the year. Otherwise, it doesn't really make sense. Let's let's finish up with uh, with the Cleveland Browns here, and again, this is not necessarily a quarterback battle if. If Deshaun Watson is eligible to play, he's the starter. Uh, if he's not, it looks like it's going to be Jacoby Brissett, but maybe they make a move, as you suggested. Um, if it's the full year, mm-hmm. how confident are we? Yeah, what what are we thinking about Jacoby Brissett leading this team? We, we were excited, good running game, Amari Cooper, they've made some moves. Does, does it all come crashing down if it's Jacoby Brissett for the whole year? I think it's a six-win team, last yeah. in the north. You know, I mean, 
they can run the ball. I mean, their formula will be very obvious. It might even be good for Chubb when it's said and done, if Brissett were his starter. They have a good line, good enough defense to try to play this approach, win tight games, low-scoring games, don't ask Brissett to do too much. But that's bad for fantasy. We know that. Yeah, yeah, it's tough tough to be excited about this. Let's let's run back the teams that we've talked about really quickly as we wrap up here. Atlanta, Marcus Mariota, week one starter, Carolina, Baker Mayfield, Pittsburgh, Mitch Trubisky, San Francisco, Trey Lance, Cleveland. Who's your week one starter in Cleveland? Is it Brissett? I'm still sticking with Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy I mean, Garoppolo in Cleveland. Shot, but that's my pick. That would be fun for sure. And Seattle, uh, you mentioned Drew Locke. Is that is that the starter in week one? And does it really matter? <laughs> I think Gene, and because the guy that's making the decision is Pete Carroll, I think he'll take, you know, the the more secure veteran handed off Geno Smith type. Okay. But it All doesn't right. matter. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.